This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hey everyone, it's Joe. And it's Nat. And welcome to another episode of the Getting Better with Age podcast. Glad to be back. How about you? I'm always excited to be spending time with the amazing listeners that we have. Yay. Um, so let me ask you a question. Do you sometimes, or maybe more than sometimes, feel insecure? Do you feel not confident? Do you feel like people are judging you? When you go out, do you always worry about how you look and how your hair is? And, you know, here's the thing, because I do. <laughs> These things plague me. Um, and it's hard because I really thought that by this age, I would be kind of free of all that. Like, I wouldn't care what people think anymore. I would just live my life and, you know, not live by what other people think or what other people's standards are of me or expectations. And But go to find out that it still happens. And um, I don't want it to be that way. Okay. <laughs> so I, I get that. So first of all, two questions. The first thing is that you thought these insecurities that you have would no longer be there at this age. Right. Why did you think that? Because I thought I'd be older, I'd be more mature, I'd be more confident in, you know, in myself because I'm older and wiser and, you know. And, and that I, happened a little, but not a whole whole lot. <laughs> right. No, and, and I get that. And that's why I asked that question, because I think we all have this perception that things will change, things will get better. And very often they don't, and very often they'll get worse, which we'll kind of discuss late, a little later on. But, you know, if we don't do things to make the necessary changes, my experience has shown me, <laughs> and we'll get into my insecurities, that um, things tend to linger and tend to get worse. Mm -hmm. So um, that's the first thing. So the second thing is that, you know, and again, I do want to applaud you because, you know, the fact that you have <laughs> the guts to go on, you know, put yourself out there in the universe and say, you know what, I've got some stuff. I've got insecurities. I've got things I struggle with. I remember you coming home from dinner one night with one of your friends saying, you know, I'm sitting there and I, and I felt like I was being judged even though these are friends you've had in your life for probably 30, 40 years, if not longer. Long time. Right? So, um, and I think it, it's just really important that we just have this open, honest conversation around our insecurities and then learning how to use these insecurities really as a gift. So I'm going to turn it back to you if you want to expand on that or you want to go and, and share a little bit more about your insecurities. Yeah, well, let me start by saying, you know, how I said, um, by this age, I thought I'd be free of all that. And what I found is that your insecurities change as you get older. Because, like, when I was younger, I was insecure about, you know, the 
was I dressing the right way when I went out clubbing? You know, how'd I look? How'd I, you know, okay, come on. We all did. Let's get, let's get honest here. No, and we didn't all do that. So let, let's, let's, I, I don't think I worry too much. What shoe you know, should I wear? Yes. What the, you know, <laughs> anyway, but, um, you know, insecure about school and like, am I good enough? Am I going to get good grades? Am I going to, you know, graduate college? You know, anyway, but as an adult, as I got older, I felt like I became insecure about other things. So it's kind of like, am I raising my kids right? You know, am I, is my kid going to the right college? Are people going to judge me because my, my son is commuting to college and not living away in some fancy resort college, you know? And I, it, it, it bothers me that I feel like that. But on, on the other hand, it's like, I and Joe and I, like, you know, we do its best for, us and our family and I want to be confident in that I want to be more secure in that knowing that my decisions are my decisions are are our decisions and it doesn't matter what other people are thinking about it about that and and I think we've just opened up a can of worms (laughs) because this ultimately gets into what, what I call or I believe is to be the battle between our heads and our hearts Right, our heads, when I refer to our heads, I mean our mind, our ego, which is that part of us that is looking for approval, that doesn't want to be judged, that wants to be unconditionally loved and accepted, and has this set of beliefs and dogma that we subscribe to, which are really, for the most part, unrealistic and unreasonable. But they're real, and I think, you know, realization is the first step towards rehabilitation. Like, we got to realize that there's shit's going on, and we got to face it, and we got to deal with it. And then ultimately get to the truth that resides in our heart. And ultimately, as you said, ultimately do what works best for you, what is congruent with who you really are and where you are in your life and what lights you up and what's, what's important to you. So I, I think, you know, we really need to discuss, you know, this thing called judgment because it's like, well, I don't want to be judged. And I think the truth is we're, <laughs> we're all judgment creatures. Like we judge everything. You know, I guarantee you there are people listening to, oh, you're going to talk about this. Well, I don't have any insecurities. And you're judging that. Or maybe you're judging my voice. Or maybe if you're watching this, you're judging the glasses I'm wearing. Or maybe you're judging Natalie's eye shadow. Like, you know, I mean, you know, let, let's be real. You know, we're all judgment creatures. And, and I think that's just being a product of our environment. I know in, in my family, I grew up in a very, very, judgmental world a very loving world but very judgmental. my mother is one of the most loving kind compassionate person in the world she'll cut her arms off for those she loves but she's one of the most judgmental people and for those of you who have an italian mother or grandma you could probably relate like there's an episode not that long ago my mother walked in and she's like why the window is not open you know what was it's a beautiful day get some fresh air in here and i'm like (laughs) because I'm warm and I want the air on. And then she goes into the whole thing like judge. And I'm like, I'm laughing. I'm like, I'm 56 years old. I'm a grown father. I pay my bills. Like, and you're here arguing with me about opening the windows and judging how I'm living my, and now again, I laugh about it because I just understand that too. But let's be real. We judge everything, right? We judge our friends. We judge our neighbors. We judge the news. We judge what's going on in social media. So let's just be honest and admit that we're all judgment junkies and then start with there because ultimately it's, is that judgment serving us or not? Well, no. And, and that, that feeds into our insecurities. You know, when you feel like you're being judged, 
it's like, what? Like, am I not good enough? Like, what am I doing wrong? You know, it just feeds into all that. And when we judge others, well, let me talk about me, and I don't like to be a judgmental person, but like Joe said, sometimes we are human and we do things. And most people judge. I judge to make me feel better about myself. And I don't want to have to judge somebody to feel better about myself. I want to feel better about myself because I feel good about myself right. and I'm confident in myself. And that's how I want to live my life. Right. And, and I think the key with that is that's like that battle between the head and the heart. When mm-hmm. we do things from our heart, we ultimately feel good. It resonates. We, it just, the energy behind it is really satisfying to our souls and, and to who we really are. And we do it from that other part. It may feel good in that moment, right? Like, again, we're, we're all judgmental. So we'll get around, you know, somebody as a family and we'll yeah. talk about, you know, being real. We'll talk about someone we see or someone we know or this or that. And then everybody gets caught up in the judgment. And in that moment, it's like, ha, 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 ha. But for me, afterwards, it's like, like, now that's not who I want to be. Like, uh, I've been there, done that and lived my life that way, but it doesn't, it doesn't fulfill you. And I think that's ultimately, Part of this journey is to see the judgment as a gift, because what most of us do is we judge our judgment, right? Kind of like, you know, I don't want to be that way. Right, right. Right. So <laughs> what do we do? We now are judging our judgment. Like it shouldn't be this way instead of observing it and reframing it and seeing it as a gift, as an opportunity to like, okay, well, what's going on? Why am I judging? And as you said, you know, it doesn't feel good. And then what do I need to learn? What do I need to do more differently to be more loving, to be more accepting, more kind, come back, whatever it may be for each individual. Right. And aside from the judgment, getting back to the insecurities, um, you know, you are insecure for a reason. You're insecure because it's showing you that you are not 100% living in your truth. Mm-hmm. One one hundred percent, and I and I think what I've learned in my journey in going forward, all those things I used to fight and curse, are now the things I'm learning to embrace and see as gifts and opportunity to make the internal changes to be more of of who I want to be, more who I was created to be. And a big struggle for me is, like you said, is that. You know, I shouldn't be judgmental. I don't want to be judgmental. I don't like that about myself. And, you know, the old expression, what you resist persists. And when I've learned to embrace it and see it as a gift, it's almost like, you know, it's like when that check engine light comes on, right? That's coming on because the manufacturer is letting you know, hey, there's a problem underneath the hood. So the light coming on is actually a good thing. Like, just imagine driving down the road, the engine light comes on, and you're like, God damn, this light, why is this light coming on? I hate this freaking light, and it's always coming on. It's coming on at the most inopportune time, and, and, and you just start fighting and arguing with the light. Like, that's insanity, right? But that's what we do. We judge our judgments instead of going, oh, the light's on. What's going on? It's kind of like God's tapping us on the shoulder and going, you know, you may want to pay attention to this. There's stuff going on underneath the hood that you need to look at. But I think we're so disconnected from who we really are and trying to get through this thing, just trying, most of us trying to survive and get through life that we're not aware that we don't even, most people don't even see the light going on. Right. Or some people do is they like take a can of spray paint and spray paint over it. Ah, it's not there. It's fine. I don't see it anymore. So it doesn't exist. 
right? And we live in a society where just ignore it instead of exploring it. And I think that's really the key. Right. So uh, before we go on, I just want, you know, get a little transparent here because I've talked about some of my insecurities. What about you? Oh, we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> I mean, and, and again, right, your, how about your top three? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and again, this, this is part of this myth. And, you know, one of the reasons we're doing the, this show is that, you know, us guys, we have it all together. That's an insecurity. It's like, I have to be perfect. I have to have it all together. And I know for the longest time, I tried to live my life putting on that facade. Like, yeah, it's all good. Like if somebody would talk, you know, let's say I was a time where I was going through a really tough time in business. So I was business. Oh, it's good. And meanwhile, no, it sucked. But I was afraid if I admitted that it was suck, I was insecure. Then it became a reflection of me. And so I've had a lot of insecurities around money, being a provider, um, especially if t things weren't going well. That was then a reflection of me because my at that time, my identity was kind of tied into that. Um, you know, throughout my life, I was very insecure about my weight, my looks. I mean, you know, things that most guys aren't going to admit. And I struggled a lot with those, especially when I was younger. Um, but again, I've, I've started to embrace the light to see those things as a gift. And to be honest, transparent in that moment, it was more, I don't like this. I don't want this. So what do I need to change? So I may not have seen them as a gift at that time, but I knew they were, what was going on wasn't a reflection of who I wanted to be and where I wanted to be at that stage in my life. So I've always been, for whatever reason, and I thank God for this every day, I've always been intrinsically driven to make changes or find solutions when things weren't working in my life. And sometimes I took the long road and, and sometimes I was able to figure it out quickly, but I think, and that's what we'd want to share is in this podcast is that, you know, getting better is just becoming more of who you were created to be and getting more in touch with your heart and your true authentic nature in whatever way that is for you, whatever lights you up and, and nobody has a right to tell you what that should be, what that should look like. If, you know, my philosophy is if you're truly happy and you're fulfilled where you're at and your heart is smiling, then keep doing it. If not, you know, as we're talking about, you know, you might want to look at that. You want to explore that and go, okay, how do I make the changes that will allow me to experience what I want? So, you know, as far as my insecurities, um, again, you know, and the one thing I hope the listeners get is that, you know, no matter how much a guy puts on a front that, no, I got it all together. I'm perfect. This and that. He's not. And the reason why people are putting on that front, because they're insecure and don't want you to see the truth. And I think this is, you know, at the core of this for most people is I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy, which is why most of us put up that for science. And it's why people drive the cars they do. It's why they live in homes that they can't afford. It's why they dress a certain way, you know, and I'm not saying everyone, but it's why a lot of people do that because they want the perception to be, I'm successful, I'm intelligent, I'm smart, I'm sexy, I'm attractive. You know, I, I laugh, again, not as judgment, but as an observation because there's a difference, right? If I walk outside the door and it's rainy and cloudy and it's like, oh, it's rainy and cloudy, that's an observation. Okay, if I walk out, oh, what a shitty day and I can't believe it, it's freaking raining again and I, that's a judgment. So there are a lot of individuals in the entertainment world that have plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, you look at them like 10 years ago and they're like, wow, they were a pretty decent looking person. And you look at them now and it's like, oh my God. And they're paying this exorbitant amount of money to look this way. <laughs> and you would think someone in their life would say, you know what? That one surgery didn't really work that well. So you might want to <laughs> knock it off now. But they two, three, four, five, six surgeries and, and it's like they're unrecognizable. Right. And why are they doing that? Because deep down, they're insecure. <laughs> and so, you know, everybody, everybody listening has, you know, be honest with yourself, first and foremost, and just admit it. And that's why we're, you know, we got insecurities and, you know, we're facing them. We're dealing with them. We've overcome some. We still have some that we're working on. Yes, we do. Um, You know, and every day something will come up and it'd be like, oh, my God, you know, just just the other day we were talking about our podcast and. I noticed on on our Apple on on Apple that um our podcast had an e next to it. I'm like, Joe, what's the e? And he goes, Oh, that means explicit. I'm like, What do you mean explicit? I'm like, We're not an explicit podcast. He goes, Well, yeah, you have to put it if you drop like an f bomb once in a while or you know any kind of four letter word. I'm like, I know, but I don't like that because that means people are gonna think I'm bad or I'm we're explicit or something's wrong with our with our episodes. I'm like. There we go. Right. And That's I can what t- happens when you're living from your head. And, <laughs> and I, that, that was heart. an open, honest conversation because <laughs> I was actually at the hockey game with my son and Natalie is texting me going, I don't understand. Why, why, why do we have an E? <laughs> so I'm going back tr- trying to explain it's because, you know, we use colorful language and according to the powers that be, if you use language that's inappropriate for children, you need to put an E on so people can recognize that. And so she's like, you know, got into this whole dialogue. And I'm like, I'm really cool with it. Because to be honest, <laughs> I like colorful language. I've always have, always will. And I know some people have problems with that. And, and judge me for that. And and that's okay. I truly get that. And like I said, is that I know when to use it. You know, I know when I don't walk into a five-star restaurant and go, give me the fucking menu. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, no. what the fuck you got to eat in this place, right? You know, it's... But, you know, if I'm on a podcast, I'm I'm being my true authentic self and I'll drop an F-bond or, you know, a occasional colorful word because I actually like it. it and it, and it's me. It, it's being authentic. Like who you're listening to on this podcast is no different than who I'm being in 10 minutes after we're done. And I think that's the goal is is to love and accept yourself and your insecurities and go forward and be the best you can be. And if your insecurities bother you, oh, here's one, you know, we talked about <laughs> two of my biggest insecurities, right? I lost, started losing my hair when I was real oh, young. And yeah. this is, you know, in the eighties in Jersey, during the big hair, Bon Jovi days, right? And so I actually wore a hair piece. And you know, when we first met, I wore a hair piece because I was really insecure about losing my hair, especially at, at an early age. And, you know, when I was younger, you know, those of you who are Italian and have relatives or friends that are Italian, you know, most of us Italians are are blessed with a large um, nasal appendage. Right? <laughs> He's got a big nose. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm try, trying to put it politely. Trying to be polite. You know, and, and, and there was a time in my life I was very insecure about that. But then I realized, you know, that's one of the things that made, like, God gave me this nose. So if God gave me this nose, it must be perfect for me. I think me. it's cute. And, but that was something I was very insecure about. And so that was something that I had to learn and overcome and ultimately get to the point, like we're saying, is seeing that insecurity as a gift. Because that gift was to show me 
lead me to ultimately loving and accepting myself as I was, not thinking I needed to change or be fixed or anything else. Same thing with my hair. You know, it was a point where I got to a point like, you know what? I'm being inauthentic running around with this hairpiece on my head, even though I thought it looked good. But, you know, because you, you see some of those people, you're out, and it's like they look like they pick up a piece of roadkill off the road and put it on top of oh, their yeah, head, well. you know, or, or the guys who are like <laughs> 70 and they've got a head of hair, a fake head of hair that they were like 20. That's not their natural hair color, and it just looks ridiculous. So I was always – That's their insecurity. Right. I was always cognizant. So, again, everybody's got those insecurities, but it's a learning uh, to how to overcome them and see them as a gift. So – Right, and, and just like the check engine light, your insecurities, things you don't feel good about yourself is really telling you that you're not connected to who you are, who you truly are, and who God created you to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're all perfect in God's eyes, universe, whatever you use as your, you know, higher being. Or um, So it's really about just sitting down and thinking about it. Like, who am I? And not only who am I, but who do I really want to be? How do I want to show up? How do I want to live the rest of my life? Yeah, and I think, you know, ultimately since we're talking about insecurity on this episode, is, is to really, you know, take some time and, and really look at your insecurity. Mm-hmm. And what specifically are you insecure about? Like, what does it make you feel? Because that's, that's that check engine light going on to say, you know what, the insecurity is here to let you know that you've got some beliefs, you've got some dogma that you're prescribing to that isn't really true. It's an illusion. And as long as you live your life according to that, that's when you're going to be frustrated, you're going to be upset, you're going to be worried about what other people think about you. But ultimately seeing that as an opportunity to come home to your truth of who you really are and what resonates with your heart. So that's your homework for the week. Take that mirror time. Go look at your insecurities and see, how can I see this as an actual gift? What can I learn? What can I change to get me to a place where I could feel better and to be closer to my truth of who I really am and how I want to feel? Right. And just remember that we are all loving creatures and who all deserve to be loved. Um, That's how we were created. And um, we love you all. And even if it doesn't appear that way that time, you know, sometimes, because in our world, it's like, have you watched the news lately? We're all loving creatures. Look at the crap. Yeah. But again, that's a podcast for another day. But we're all getting better with age. That's what's important. Because everything serves (laughs) a divine purpose. And ultimately, the purpose is to become better versions of who we were created to be, which means simply getting better with age. Yep. So go have a blessed week. We'll see you next time. Much love and appreciation. See you. Take care. Bye.